meditation today is taken from the second chapter of John's Gospel. Listen again to verse 11. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. So far, our text. If you've been around Pastor Ludwig long enough, you may have heard him say that he would much rather perform a funeral than a wedding any day. It's not because he had a horrible experience with a bridezilla that scarred him emotionally. It's not because premarital counseling takes a lot of time. Or if you've heard one best man speech, then you've heard them all. No, if you ask pastor why weddings aren't his favorite thing, this is what he will say. Weddings are unpredictable. There is some truth to this, Weddings come with so many variables, so many moving parts, that the odds are something will go wrong. And often it does. Pastor Ludwig has plenty of wedding blooper memories, which include the bride who lost one of her shoes as she came down the aisle. Instead of stopping and retrieving her footwear, she just kind of limped down the aisle on her father's arm. Or the best man who couldn't locate the rings, which finally showed up in the smelly sock of the very last groomsman in line. Or the bride who stood on a chair at her wedding reception and proudly announced that she and her brand new husband were gonna have a baby. Pastor says that it was news to him. I think I might have to agree with Pastor on this one. Funerals are calm. Weddings can be crazy. Weddings are unpredictable. It doesn't seem that much has changed over the years. In fact, 2,000 years ago, weddings were just as unpredictable as they are today. Look at our text. Check out what took place after the nuptials at Cana in Galilee. I'm talking about the bride and groom who ran out of wine at their wedding reception. No big deal, we would say today. Simply replace the wine with something else to satisfy thirsty guests. But not 2,000 years ago and not at a Jewish wedding. Back then, to run out of wine at the reception was unheard of. You might as well run out of air. It would have been seen as the height of rudeness, a terrible embarrassment to both the bride and groom and their families. To the Jewish way of thinking, no more wine was also bad luck, an awful omen of future misfortune for the new husband and wife. Weddings are risky business, aren't they? You never know what you might run out of. Weddings are unpredictable. Guess what? So is life. So is your life. So is my life. Life is unpredictable. You never know what is going to happen. In fact, if you're having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, it's probably because your life has run out of something. It happens, doesn't it? You run out of money. You run out of friends, people you can trust. Your job runs out. Your marriage goes south. Your vaccination runs out. And in the end, of course, your days are numbered. You even run out of life itself. That's how life is. You never know what you will run out of next. What's a poor person like you or a poor person like me supposed to do when life is so precarious, so unpredictable, here's the answer. 
Listen to Jesus. And now we come to the second reason why Pastor Ludwig doesn't like weddings. Nobody listens, he says, and I quote, I don't know why I even go to the trouble of writing wedding sermons. Aside from the bride and groom, nobody really listens to the pastor. At weddings, minds wander all over the place. Why did she pick that color for the bridesmaid dresses? I hope they have those little meatballs at the reception. Cash bar or open bar? Please, soloist, please don't sing another song. I'm hungry, unquote. 2,000 years ago, did the guests at the wedding in Cana listen to their pastor's sermon, or were their minds wandering too? But please remember, at that particular wedding, there was one guest who just happened to be a Jewish pastor, a rabbi too. His name was Jesus Christ, and he delivered a sermon that didn't have a single word, but what a marvelous message it contained. The message had to do with 155 gallons of water turned into the most marvelous vintage of vino that ever tickled your taste buds. 155 gallons. The message was as clear as it was tasty. Jesus Christ is special. Jesus Christ is powerful. Jesus Christ is God and man in one marvelous sent from heaven package. Jesus Christ has come to fill empty hearts and empty lives to overflowing. That's what Jesus did. He filled empty hearts way past the brim with God's love and God's grace. Don't you remember? Jesus just didn't cure one leprous man. He cured all ten. Jesus just didn't feed 50 hungry people. He fed all 5,000. He preached the good news to thousands not just a few. And when he died on the cross, his blood covers up the sins, the mistakes, the eternal damnation of all who believe in his name. And when he conquered death on Easter morning, you guessed it, Jesus gave that victory not just to two or three of his closest friends, but to you and to me who call him our Lord and our Savior and our God. Water jars spilling over with wine, a cross filled to the brim with forgiveness, an empty grave running over with life everlasting. Jesus Christ is both God and man in one mind-blowing package, all right, and he has come to fill empty hearts and empty lives to overflowing. Years ago, Tonight Show host Johnny Carson interviewed an eight-year-old boy from West Virginia who had rescued two of his friends from a coal mine. As Johnny questioned the boy, it became apparent that he was a Christian. So Johnny asked him whether he attended Sunday school and what he was learning in Sunday school. The boy replied, last week our lesson was about when Jesus went to a wedding and turned water into wine. The audience roared, but Johnny kept a straight face and said, and what did you learn from that story? The boy squirmed in his chair and thought for a moment. Then he lifted up his face and said, if you're going to have a wedding, make sure you invite Jesus. That is such good advice, isn't it? For weddings and especially for your life. Life is so very unpredictable. You never know what you might run out of next. 
Will your job run out this week? Your paycheck? Your checkbook? Your friendships? Your health? They could. They could all run dry. But whatever happens, you will not run out of hope. Not if Jesus has found his place in your heart. You won't run out of hope this week or love or patience or peace or laughter. Not if Jesus is in your life. And you certainly will not run out of God's forgiveness. You will not run out of God's pardon. Nor will you ever run out of your reward in heaven. Won by your Savior's dying and rising. Your faith in Jesus ensures that God will always provide these blessings in abundance. I understand now why weddings make Pastor Ludwig so nervous. They are unpredictable, and wedding sermons seem to go in one ear and out the other. But don't forget to listen and pay special attention to the message proclaimed at the long-ago wedding in Cana. Jesus Christ is both God and man. He came to fill empty hearts and empty lives, your heart, your life, to overflowing. Amen. And peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs>